All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Two Sisters in a Pod. My name is Laura. And I'm Julia. And this is our first ever um, episode of Visual Pod. Visual Pod. There's actually a lost episode um, that was going to be a visual (laughs) pod, but I honestly think that was God intervening. I liked that episode. It was too much. I shared too much. I disagree. Well, maybe you shared too much, but I shared (laughs) enough. The listeners are on the edge of their seats to find out what it was. It wasn't that crazy. No, it wasn't. It was crazy for me. Why? Because it's like, okay, we can't just talk about something useless. What are we going to talk about today, Julia? Wow. Okay. Right to the topic. Um, Well, I I don't know. You can... You can talk about your day. You can talk about how you're feeling. I don't know. I'm feeling tired. Um, yeah. I want to say, first of all, sorry for being gone so long. It's been yeah. very hard to schedule us together because Laura's in college now. Um, and whenever we're together, we either don't have time to record anything or we just don't think of it. Like, it's not the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... <sighs> I That's feel like I look insane. like a homeless English countryman right now. Like Hosier? Maybe. Hosier, if he had a PlayStation. I'm sure he has one. Probs. <laughs> um, anyway, but sorry for being gone so long. Um, but we're back from hiatus. I had the genius idea of starting to do these over video. Yeah. So we could just do them anytime. So we should be able to regularly record now you know we'll see we'll see what happens but I please uh, I want to regularly upload <laughs> no I'm saying I'm saying that I have so much free time I mean I am starting a new job tomorrow but should we just like go over what's going on in our lives real quick sure yeah for the listeners um <laughs> I I started college yeah, I'm here. I'm only taking three classes. Uh, and I live here. And it's weird. Yeah, yeah. and I live um, with two cats and a man. Yeah, she's a lesbian. Who knew? Yeah, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was having like a crisis the other night. Like, About being, being a lesbian? Again. Yeah. But then I think I figured out, I think it's just that, like, there's only, like, one or two men out there that I can actually be with. But I could totally be with a man. I think that you struggle validating your own bisexuality and seeing it as just as gay as a lesbian. No, that's not my issue. It's my issue that I I am just not attracted to men. Like Same there's problem, some, girl, except there's not two men out there for me. There's some, but, like, the only men I'm attracted to are like the idealized versions in my head or like celebrities and I've heard a lot of people saying that's that's comp het what uh, I care to explain there's like a lesbian manifesto I haven't read it but apparently a bunch of people read it and realized that they were lesbians that have been convincing themselves they're bisexual um and it just it makes me flash back to when I was um 10 and I would just spend hours looking at um, Billy Piper and Jenna Coleman at Google Images. And then I would feel too gay. So I would look at a couple pictures of a man I found attractive and I'd be like, okay, I'm good. Like, that sounds like convincing yourself of something. 
See, how it went for me was um, I would Google pictures of, like, Shigo from Kim Possible <laughs> or, like, um, um, who else? Mrs. Incredible. Or I'd be watching and I'd be, like, sweating, right? You were a MILF hunter all the way and back the- then. <laughs> um, and then I would, like, watch a movie and someone would be thirsting after a man and I'd be like yeah and inside my head I'm like oh god (laughs) no you were like you were watching like Katniss and PETA in like the Hunger Games that's the worst possible option you could have had Josh Hutcherson looks like a little girl (laughs) I thought he was cute when I was younger looks like a little girl I was more into Gail you're joking. I was. I was more into Gail. Gail is a lesbian name. <laughs> it's a gay woman. Gail? It is a gay woman's name. Sounds like someone Emily Dickinson would have written poetry about. Right? Right? Um, yeah. But anyway, that's where my life is. Julia's life is the same. Um, Thanks for telling them. Yeah. Um, I'm starting a job soon. I'm not sure if I should say where it is, but it's, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I shouldn't say where it is, but it, yeah, I can say where I used to work. No, don't talk about your personal life, bitch. <laughs> My personal life what's happening i don't know i've got like six bubble i already know you're staring at yourself this entire time i I look good hi pancake cat appearance okay so what are we gonna talk about today um okay well i guess my life's not important so let's go straight to the topic Um, talk about your life no um so we're gonna kind of just be like a just chatting pod um catching up uh laura has started watching the marvel movies and i am watching them with her so she can uh share her thoughts on the ones that we've watched so far and update you guys on her progress we're watching like two movies at a time right now so it's not like intense binge but for laura it's an intense binge but for my adhd hey cake you can't lay on my phone uh <laughs> um and then also just like just chatting like big brother whatever is going on yeah. in our lives big brother's almost over there's two weeks till the That's finale right. i'm sweating laura hasn't caught up really she hasn't yeah. been watching rob has podcast but i've been watching every single day i got back into it this week i've been watching at work like i get the notification <laughs> At 10.56 that this, Rob has a podcast is going live in five minutes. This is a secret that I hold, but every season of Big Brother, if I'm not super into it, like around this time, I kind of stop watching. And then I watch the finale. <laughs> who, who have you been keeping the secret from? <laughs> you? <laughs> Me? I did that with 21. Okay. Um, I didn't uh, like 21. I just straight up didn't watch 22. Yeah, me too. I, I watched the first couple episodes. Casey went and home. And then I got bored. Yeah, I got bored. I was like, Cody's going to win. And guess yeah. what? Cody won. Cody won, yeah. 
I knew Enzo would get far. Yeah, it was like obvious. Yeah, I enjoyed this season though. I did. Anyway, let's do we want to dive into Big Brother a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So what's happening on Big Brother right now, Laura? Do you want me to explain or you? I think you should, but first of all, I want to update our drafts. So right now, um, on our drafts, I have wait, let me preface by saying I totally regret my draft anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I knew that um, after I picked it. I was like, what? I have only one woman? Right now on my draft, I have Aza, Tiffany, um, I have Big D. And I have Hannah and Julia has Xavier and Kyland. They're, they're two great guys. Here's my thing. I hope I don't have the winner on. <laughs> yeah, Sam, I'd be really bored of the winner like that. But yeah, you, you give a recap. Um, I think I have a runner up on my list, but anyway, um, Yeah, I did really bad with my draft this time. I did not think through it very well. I came up with it in like half an hour. So like... Well, can I just say my top picks did not do well? Like... I... Here's the thing. We couldn't have predicted the cookout. No, we couldn't have. If we we had even thought for a second the cookout was going to be a thing, my draft would be completely different. Tiffany would probably be at the top if if I had predicted the cookout. If we had thought, hey, the oldest woman in the house is going to be like a power player and organize this like literally legendary alliance, you know. Yeah. But it, you know what fascinates me about this alliance is that it's not just a strategy alliance. So you like, you can't compare it to like the brigade or like the, what was the one last season? The committee. You can't compare it to that. I, I didn't watch last season. I don't know. I think it's called the committee. You can't compare it to that because it's like, it's more than that, you know? Yeah, it's a lot more than that. Like, the alliance was not best for most of the people in it. I think it was best for, like, Aza and Big D. Yeah. yeah. It, here's the thing. If the cookout was not a thing that they had thought of, these people would not have gotten along. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. Like, would be Big, Tiff and Big D would have gone out early Aza would have gone out in the first double I think I don't know when Big D would have gone I think he would have gone out early if he was like another white guy oh well yeah obviously I go to bed every night and I pray that Big D um goes home but but I am proud of the cookout like I don't I'm not mad that they got this far like I'm super it makes me very happy best outcome of the season it does upset me about what's going on currently and I hate how misogynistic Big D is like yeah these are some of the best female players that we've ever had in the game and he's just like throwing it out the window for himself and I'm like what I think my problem is that the cookout looks so good on paper. Like we're going to be able to look back on the season and be like, that was amazing that they did that. But we're also going to be like, damn, what Tiffany could have done. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's unfortunate because I can't speak on it. I can't say it was the wrong decision for her to try and bring every black house guest to the end. Here's the thing as I think she was completely aware that her playing for the cookout is sacrificing her personal game. 
she tried so hard to like scrounge up a little bit of her personal game with mm-hmm. the cookout, but she knew that she's dead in the water if she goes with cookout instead of like Claire, Aza, Alyssa, or not yeah. Aza, Claire, Hannah, Kyland, or Claire, Hannah, Alyssa, or Derek X would not have gone home. Mm-mm if the cookout was not a thing oh I miss him so much yeah well you'll see him again (laughs) yeah you think yeah because we're gonna get the jury segments oh yeah no all-stars three sure no I want a season where Derek X comes back like Paul (laughs) why Paul no because like um you know the season where it was just Paul who came back and he was like positioned to win sorry 19 Paul now now uses they them pronouns I'm sorry they do yeah oh I didn't know that yeah I didn't know that until I heard a podcast about it good for them yeah um damn I I don't like Paul yeah I don't like Paul (laughs) but good for him Um, yeah, but Big Brother, what's happening right now? Yeah, what's happening right now? Oh, okay, you want me to say. Um, so Cookout made it final six. Uh, super proud of them. Tiffany had to evict Claire on her HOH because of the cookout and Alyssa won veto, so she had no choice in that. Was heartbreaking to watch. Like, I almost cried. I thought it was so cool how Claire understood. Claire did understand. She didn't even have to know about the cookout to be like, I understand this cause. Here's the thing with Tiff. Not only is she playing an incredible physical game, not only is is she playing an incredible social game, not only is she playing an incredible game to America, but her jury management is insanely good. Like, she has everything lined up for a unanimous win. All she has to do is sit in that final two chair. Even but if Tiff doesn't win, like, she's going to be a legend, you know? She'll be asked back. I don't know. Vanessa hasn't been back. Has she wanted to be back? I think she was asked for last season, but her, was she pregnant or her girlfriend was pregnant? I don't remember. I don't, know. Well, that, I don't think Tiffany's girlfriend's gonna be pregnant or <laughs> her, so <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um I think she'd need a break because this season's been exhausting. Put her on Survivor. She would do great on Survivor. She would be amazing. I I'm not gonna get into why no Imagine gonna... a like Hannah Tiffany Survivor duo. Be happy because I was about to rant about Hayden Moss and I didn't do it. Okay, good. Shut up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, so last week was a double eviction. Claire went home um, first, and then Alyssa was evicted. Yeah, because Xavier was on the block. He used it on himself. Um, then becomes... I'm so incredibly proud of Hannah for winning that HOH, but I know it wasn't easy for her. hmm um, then Kylan was throwing like a hissy fit for having to be on the block next to Alyssa. And he's yeah. like, 
why don't you nominate someone who hasn't been nominated before? It's like, why are you worried? Why are you worried at mm-hmm. all? Like, why don't you just take one for the team, aka the cookout, and just sit there and shut up? I think Kylan up, just, Kylan. like. I wish I had one of those sound bites that Taryn has of Tiffany going, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up. Kylan. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like using that every episode now. Yeah, um, Kylan is so stupid, but he's so pretty. He's such a he's a bad player right now like comp wise incredible remember back when the house layout was like tiff and kylan were like the strongest players no that happened okay i believe it i just have a bad memory it's been a long season yeah i moved (laughs) um yeah but Next HOH happens, Kylan wins. Um, yeah, and Tiff was thinking that she was safe because Kylan made a final three with her and Hannah like that night before he won HOH. Before or after? I don't remember. But he made a final three with them. I think it's before. Very, very recent to the HOH competition. And then he makes a final two with X. What is this man's doing? He does not know what jury management is, first of all. He knows how to piss people off and lie to them, which, like, yeah, you have to do in Big Brother, but, like, you have to do it in a way that they're going to respect your game, and this is not respectable at all. I think this is not the type of climate where you can lie the way that Kylan does. Yeah. I think this is people who are really tight-knit despite their differences um, and lying to each other and being nasty. Not good. It's just like, it's a, it's stupid game-wise is my thought. Like, you finally have cookout. You're going to play a, your self-interested game. Yes, play for yourself. But, first of all, his want to take the strongest player to the end that's handing your partner seven hundred fifty thousand dollars that's handing them the game and he knows it and he's basically playing to lose now yeah it's insane like what why are you even here um yeah but kyland ends up nominating hannah and tiff and I'm so upset. Everyone's upset. Everyone's upset at this. Who's not upset at this? Yeah. Probably the leftover, like Sarah Beth stands. Sarah Beth stands. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a Sarah Beth stand. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, her BB comic is so cute. It's called is it? Sarah Breath. <laughs> And she has like frosty breath or whatever. I don't. I don't even know what it is. I haven't seen um, the BB comics. The uh, hamster watch tweeted them earlier. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I am so devastated about Tiff and Hannah. Being now you team. you know the veto result. I do not. I do. Do you want to know it? Yeah. Okay. 
Kyland won the veto. I knew it. And he didn't use it. Yeah. Which means that Hannah or Tiff are going home this week, and it's going to be Tiff. Yeah. And that is so outraging. It is so frustrating because Tiff got them all here. This makes me think very weirdly. This is a weird comparison, but this makes me think of Eric Stein. Because he had a factor in his game that prevented him from playing his very best game. Now, Tiffany wasn't forced to form the cookout, how Eric was forced to protect Evil Dick. But given the extra variable in her game that was added to it where she couldn't optimize her place, I think we should just be really proud of her for making it to sixth, how I am of Eric for making it to fifth. Um, It's disappointing, but it's also kind of amazing. Yeah. The fact that she pulled this off. Regardless, she's going to be AFP. Oh, yeah. Duh. If she's not, what the fuck? She got the most screen time out of anyone. Yeah. I think Derek X could get it. No, he wasn't on the season enough. You think? No. Oh, yeah. The viewers will have forgotten about him by now. Mm-hmm. By, yeah. the time <laughs> it's, by the time it's time to vote, like, they're going to pick someone more current. Obviously, a cookout member's winning. Yeah. And it's going to be like, either would it be? Tiff or Hannah. Either Tiff or Hannah. And I don't think it's going to be Hannah. I think it'd be it's Tiff. not going to be X. I think from this point, we just have to kind of hope that, you know, Big D doesn't win somehow. <laughs> I'm looking okay. forward Okay. Let's to- go over. Let's go over how Big D could possibly win. Okay. I think um, Bitter Jury. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. I'm going to go through all the options. Um, even who's going home this week, I'm going to count them because I don't know who's going home this week. Tiff and Big D, who's going, who's winning? Tiff. Hannah, Big D, who's winning? Hannah. Hannah. X and Big D, who's winning? X. X, yeah. Aza and Big D, who's winning? Aza. Uh Uh-huh. Kylan and Big D, who's winning? I want to say Kyland, but you never know. You never know. I think that's the only scenario. So I think, you know, I Kylan... think that I hold on. I think that the jury is going to be very like analytical this season. So I think that if they see Big D up there, they're going to be like, what did you do for the season? Here's the interesting thing. And he's not going to have anything. The jury so... is going to be for cookout five non-cookout so if for some reason it breaks down to them versus them like the cookout can't win the vote so it would be down to the other five um and I don't know if they would go for who they felt like hurt them the least and I think that's how big D wins or if they go for who played the best game well here's the thing Sarah Beth has Kylan's vote or Kylan has Sarah Beth's vote immediately. So true. So if the cookout feels like Kylan played the better game, then they win. And I think that's one of the interesting things about the season is that everybody's extension, I think, still feels pretty good about the person that took them out. <laughs> yeah. Like they're still like, like Sarah Beth feels good. Um, Derek X feels good. Um uh, Claire. 
Alyssa? Alyssa is still has her heart like on Christian. <laughs> How does Brittany feel? She loves Aza. She loves Aza's Aza? her best friend. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, she would. Yeah, she loves Big D too. She loves her yeah. jokers. Big know? D versus Kylan. Brittany's voting for Big D. Yeah, yeah. There's a possibility X or Derek X could vote for Big D, but I think he's going to vote for the better game player in the end. I hope Hannah gets to the end. I really want her to. Yeah. But I'm scared that the guys are going to want to take each other because they've had this mentality the whole season that they're going to take a guy to the end. Yeah, I don't like the misogyny going on. There's so much misogyny and it makes me upset. I guess we can't have it all. Yeah, we can't have it all. (laughs) It's like first black winner, big brother, but he might be sexist. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. I am really happy about First Black Winter Big Brother, though. And one of yeah, I have zero complaints. Honestly, this is still like the best season we've had in a long damn time. I am really, really excited about it because BBKN9 gave us our first Black Big Brother uh, winner in North America uh, with Tyshawn. And, you know, he was in the alliance. He was in the alliance that made the season a little boring towards the end. Um, But he's also the first Black winner in North America. And so now we get our first Black BB Can winner and our first Black uh, BBUS winner. And I'm just, like, so happy that they get to happen at the same time. Like, Yeah. And it shows that these casting initiatives make it so that you get more diverse winners. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that some Facebook people would say that this season was racist. But... um, Well, they're racist, in my opinion, but whatever. (laughs) What? I've seen complaints. This is the most anti-racist season. I minus that one Whitney thing, but whatever. I forgot about that. (laughs) Um, I've seen complaints that this season is guilty of reverse racism. So that's not a thing. But yeah, I'm sorry that you don't get your season where all the white people band together and act like it's not for a reason. I can like. I'm not gonna defend those people's stance but I can defend the stance that it's upsetting that certain players didn't go further than they did because of the cookout but like I mean by far I prefer the cookout by far think about the lack of Asian representation that we still have on Big Brother you know we had one one I believe Hannah too oh two yeah that's still not (laughs) great (laughs) two Um, we literally, Julie Chen is the host. <laughs> Although, yeah. do you know about the, our only Asian winner of Big Brother is June Song. Do you know that her- Icon. I love June. But do you know that her and Julie have beef? Yeah. Yeah. That's so I funny. I did actually. Do you yeah. care to elaborate? June feels that Julie is bad representation for Asian women on TV, I believe. That's all I know. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. I'm white. I don't get to say. <laughs> I think Julie is bad representation for women. <laughs> and no comment. I'm uh, not a woman. Is <laughs> your coming out? No, I am a girl. Unfortunately, yeah. no. I love being a woman. Yeah. Shania Twain, hit it. Man, I feel like a woman. Ow. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what's happening. Tiff is probably going home and I'm going to cry my eyes out, but she is going to, she's going to control that jury. And I want her to blow up X's game on Thursday so bad. And I do not know who's going home in the double. 
If it's Hannah, I'm offing myself. I think she has a high likelihood of going just because of the strength of that ex-Kyland alliance. But I hate it. Yeah. It makes me upset. I wanted to see a black woman win. I did. Yeah. Even Aza I'll take now. She's said nothing this season, but like I will take her over any of the guys. My BB Can fans, that's why I was rooting for Victoria. Also because she's an icon. <laughs> yeah, what you said. <laughs> okay. Do you wanna what time are we at? I don't know what time we're at, but let's move on. Yes. Okay. Um so if it, Laura, off, if it cuts off randomly, I'll just make a new one. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. Uh so Laura, you've been uh watching the Marvel movies. Yes. You are infamously not a movie watcher. No. You hate movies. You could say so. I've or got you a hate list sitting of still and staring at a screen for hours. I've got a list of favorite movies. Um uh I've got let me see. Here's all the movies that I've given a 10 out of 10. What? Ladybird, apparently. Um, <laughs> good movie. Good movie. Ten out of ten. Uh, the Incredibles too. Um, Wait, The Incredibles original gets a two, or The Incredibles two? And you're about to the say The Incredibles it's two gets a ten out of ten. These are all the movies I've given a ten <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> Penelope. Wait, The Incredibles two got a ten out of ten for you. Yeah. Penelope gets a 10 out of 10. Um, Train to Busan. That's the only one that actually deserves it. <laughs> Howl's Moving Castle also deserves it. And The Glass Menagerie. Have you seen Kiki's Delivery Service? Yeah, it was okay. Oh, it's my favorite. It was a little boring. Anyway, so, um, yeah, we have watched... How many... We've watched five um, Marvel movies, if I'm not including Shang-Chi. Yes, she has seen Shang-Chi already. (laughs) We started there. We started there. No, we started with Iron Man and then we saw Shang-Chi. Oh. Um, Yeah, but we started with Iron Man, then The Incredible Hulk, then Iron Man 2, then Thor, then Captain America, the first Avenger. And that's where we've stopped. so far, my ratings are Iron Man gets an 8 out of 10. Um, the Incredible Hulk got a 3 out of 10. Iron Man 2 got a 6 out of 10. Thor got a solid 7.5. And Captain America, the first Avenger, got 7. <laughs> nice. Don't leave that in. <laughs> that was a good one. No, don't leave it in. <laughs> um, so let's go movie by movie here. Uh, what do you think of Iron Man? I really enjoyed Iron Man. I thought it was like a good origin story. They really explained everything that you need to know. Um, I enjoyed all the characters. I enjoy Tony Stark. Um, and yeah, the only scene I didn't like is where Pepper has to reach into his core. So, and there's like pus. It was disgusting. Yeah, there's some really disgusting moments in Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Especially in The Incredible Hulk, but we're not talking about that yet. We'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. I don't know which one you're talking about, though. Um, yeah, I hadn't watched Iron Man in, like, a while. I've seen it a few times. Tony Stark is my second least favorite Avenger, aside from Hawkeye. <laughs> Just because I don't like how arrogant he is, but I, I can understand why he's so loved. I mean, he gets so much hate for that. There's so much Tony love, <laughs> which I, I is valid. I think he's great. I just don't enjoy really watching the Iron Man movies as much as I enjoy watching something like Captain Marvel or Captain America. I really like Thor Ragnarok. Thor 1 is fine, but like Thor Ragnarok is where it's at oh and the Guardians of the Galaxy movie I haven't seen any of those yet you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2 but you don't don't remember remember it um yeah but that one for me is probably like a six out of ten that's fair I just really enjoyed it I don't know I thought it was good that's good I'm glad I wasn't expecting you to enjoy it I liked the scene of Tony just like flying really far up into the sky. <laughs> and then hit the ice. And I really enjoyed Pepper. And I thought I would hate her because it's going to foul throw. Pepper's good. Pepper's one of my favorite um, like companions. Yeah, I guess she's a good actress. <laughs> Boop. I mean, Pepper is kind of the same as Holly Holiday. They're all just Gwyneth Paltrow. Holly Holiday is obnoxious. okay um (laughs) okay so incredible hulk so the gross scene i was talking about is where he has to swallow the usb ew yeah and he puts it like sharp end down yeah i don't know what the hell he was thinking of so like i didn't you went i know he gave it a three out of ten i didn't hate the movie like it was stupid but i didn't hate it um the plot is funny. He bleeds so much that some of his blood gets into a, to me, it's a Haritos bottle. I know it's something else. <laughs> um, and then the Brazilian soda. And then Stan Lee drinks it and <laughs> they find out and they do a manhunt for this guy. And we don't even really know how he became the Hulk. And he's not exactly fighting off a bad guy. No, so they explain. As... They explain. They don't do a good job. Well, they t- they say that he was in the military and they did an experiment on him and it went wrong. That's a horrible explanation. <laughs> That's most Marvel like backstories is they were science experiments and it went wrong. <laughs> True, but I just didn't like the way they did this one. That's literally, literally a lot of the backstories. The movie is not so much him fighting a bad guy as it is him running away from the U.S. government. Yeah. And I thought that was boring. (laughs) It's so boring. Also, how? When 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 90% of the movie is just the U.S. government tracking them down, I'm falling asleep. Okay. His girlfriend is named Elizabeth Ross. He's dating Betsy Ross, <laughs> and 
Betsy Ross can't die. <laughs> it's it's insane. She goes through so much and comes out without a scratch, but something on her her face right here, like that's it. It's true. The, the hold on the scene where he is just being assaulted with like weapons and then there's a big big fire and he emerges out of it with her he's in the fire he's in fire she is a freshly roasted chicken and that you cannot prove me wrong but the next scene they're just in a cave and she is fine like not a scratch on her all of her hair intact it's not even messy it's freshly brushed and not to mention the fact that he ran from brazil oh yeah i forgot about that all the way (laughs) to mexico to mexico he was just in hulk mode man nobody saw the hulk (laughs) on his trek from brazil to mexico (laughs) i i looked it up while we were watching the movie it's over a thousand miles Do you think he has like a Hulk-sized Fitbit? (laughs) That's just an iPad. (laughs) There's an iPad strapped to his arm. I think the Hulk. (laughs) I think the Hulk has some value as a novelty movie. I think it's fun to make fun of. Yeah, but it's not a comedy. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not funny. (laughs) That's fair. It's like. The new Cinderella with Camila Cabello. Oh my god, I saw that it's a jukebox musical. What were they thinking? Oh, it's so good, Laura. You know, there is a clip out there of it's Idina good Mandel as in it's bad. Singing there's a wrong. there's a scene. There's there's a scene. I'm sorry. Um, there's a scene where Camila Cabello Cinderella. She's laying in bed. Idina Menzel, evil stepmom, comes in. Camila Cabello is like, or the mother is like, you have to come with me or whatever. I don't remember. And Camila Cabello Cinderella is like, I would rather die. And then Idina Menzel goes, I don't care. (laughs) She starts singing. (laughs) Okay, we got to watch that movie and then review it for the pod. We do. It was enjoyable however there's like a full dance scene at the ball later to a mashup of um oh what is it it is what a man and seven nation army (laughs) and they're all in like ball gowns (laughs) if somebody told me that there would be a seven nation army mashup in the new cinderella movie i'd be like it's I, I don't know where it came from, but you know, it's there. And what it was kind of enjoyable. How um did we get here? <laughs> Incredible Hulk. Okay. Okay, let's move on to the next movie. Yeah. So Iron Man 2. So Iron Man 2 I enjoyed because it was Iron Man, but I would say it's just about the worst iteration that you could concoct. Um Cock. I'm sorry. Cut that out. It the <laughs> plot didn't make much sense to me. I think they were trying to do too much at once because there was the one evil guy and then there was the other evil guy and Tony Stark was also dying. It was just too much at once. It was um, a lot. That was like 
end game level of stuff going on. You don't know what that means yet, but yeah, I don't. Other people do. I think it was too much for a sequel, you know? Like, yeah, I for a it, second movie. Especially since the first movie, he was barely doing anything. So I feel like you could have just eased into it in the second movie, but instead they went full blast. Um, yeah, instead of putting him through, like, I mean, I understand that they're comics. So, like, they had to follow the comic. But I think that a better way of doing it would be instead of giving him like a health crisis, give him like a financial crisis or like a security crisis or something. I think that would have been good. But also, like his, his his actual issue with the palladium is solved so easily. I do like the way that he finds out though. It's cool, but it's too easy. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is a little too easy. He just makes a new element. <laughs> Well, his father discovered the element, and then he just followed his instruction. Yeah, but I liked Iron Man 2. I think just my ADHD brain couldn't handle that many plot lines going on at once. So there were fight scenes where I didn't even know who he was fighting. A lot of times it was just introducing War Machine. Because he's an Avenger. That was um, his buddy in the silver suit with the guns. Oh, he oh cool he's an avenger war machine sorry spoiler but like that's war machine and, and okay. then they introduce black widow yeah but like she's just natasha and that she's not called black widow yeah yeah she was badass though she was she's hot in that movie i have my opinions about scar joe but like she's hot in that movie we don't have to worry about the actors <laughs> i'm gonna separate the actors from who they are yeah or their um, characters. <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, yeah, moving on. What was next, Thor? Thor! I really like Thor. I thought it was cute. I love Thor. Like, as a character, I love Jane. Um, I thought I Jane lo- was great. I love I... What's-Her-Name, who was Jen, Jen, Jane's um, sister. No, it wasn't her sister, was it? I don't. Oh my God, I'm so my memory's so bad. She's like a student that they brought along. Oh, they're like she's doing. No, she's like storm hunting for college credits. All right. Well, I might be wrong. They could be sisters. They could not be. I think her name was Diana. Was it? I've seen this movie like eleven times. I should know. (laughs) I've watched this movie many times because I love it. Yeah, but I really she's enjoyed, one of my favorite characters. I really enjoyed the the Thor on Earth juxtaposition. It's a good one. I like that there's a trope. Um, I don't know who coined it. It's a YouTube channel I really like. I don't remember his name, but he, he coined the term born sexy yesterday, um, which is the trope in movies where it's like a stupid alien girl being shown the world by a smart man. And this was like that, but reversed. But she didn't take advantage of it. Um, which is the problem with the trope most of the time. Um, so I really enjoyed that. She was literally just like, you're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't find that attractive. She was attracted to Thor. She realized that he actually was intelligent. Yes. Yeah. That he wasn't a psycho. Right. <laughs> he actually was from a place called Asgard. Yeah, I've got to look up who coined that because I got to give credit pop culture detective so shout out to him 
There we go. It's a really good video. You should watch it. Um, yeah. So after Thor, we did Captain America First Avenger. One mm-hmm. of my favorites. I loved it. I love that movie. The only problem was I never knew who he was fighting. Like, I didn't really know who the he enemy was. He was fighting himself. Yeah. But I really enjoyed Captain America as a character. I think he's my favorite so far. That's the thing about that first Captain America movie is he's not really fighting anyone. Like, there's Red Skull and there's the Nazis. But that's, like, the common enemy. Like, that's who the military's fighting. I'll be right back. Anyone else see the sun? Okay. Great job. So there's not really an enemy in the Captain America movies. There is, but like to Steve Rogers specifically, he's always fighting for like equality and like freedom for everyone. He's Captain America. Yeah. That's the difference between him and like, like that's the difference between him and like Tony. Like Tony always has someone coming after him because he's a threatening figure. Whereas Steve was like a scrawny little boy most of the time. Mm-hmm. And he was just like trying to find himself. Like, yeah, he has people coming after him, but it's <clears throat> it's because he's part of the US military. Right. So he's fighting for a cause, whereas Tony is fighting to survive. Yeah. And I really love, I just love his character. I love Peggy. I know you said that you thought Peggy was boring and you weren't feeling the chemistry. And I normally do not controversial, I do not like heterosexual romance really it just does not vibe with me I don't click with it it doesn't make me go oh unless it's 10 things I hate about you I love a good enemies to lovers but I love Peggy and Steve I think they're so sweet and perfect I'm hoping that I feel it eventually I just didn't really get it this time she does have her own show Agent Carter oh cool and there is a show that we can't watch until the very end of this rewatch called What If? Mm-hmm. Do you know about that? Mm-hmm. Do you know of any of the characters in it? No. Well, she's technically in that as well. She's in that as someone else, but it's like a what if scenario, like what if T'Challa was Doctor Strange and stuff? Oh, cool. But there's like, what if Peggy was Captain America? Ooh. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's pretty interesting. She has her own show. I liked the show. It was an ABC show, so it like could have been better. But I'm so jealous you have Panera. Oh my God. My God. My God. I'm sorry, girl. There's Panera right down the road. I could go get some, but I'm not going to. Yeah, but um, I had some earlier. I thought Captain America was really good. Yeah. And that's pretty much all you've watched so far. Yes. How are you feeling about the MCU? Um, I feel good about the MCU so far. I have my predictions of who you're going to really love. I think you're going to love Wanda. Okay. Wanda Maximoff, who's Scarlet Witch. Okay. May may know the name WandaVision. <laughs> we'll eventually watch that. I have not watched WandaVision. 
Wow. But we'll watch the TV shows together. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to really love some of the Guardians of the Galaxy um, characters. I have, a feeling, uh, I have a feeling I'll really like Star-Lord, which sucks because Chris Pratt sucks. Yeah, I think you'll like Star-Lord. He's a very enjoyable character. Yeah. But again, don't remember the actors. They suck. <laughs> um, I think you're going to like Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers a lot. However, I just, I wish they did a little bit more with her. Um, but I think you'll still like her because she's my favorite. Mm. A lot of people don't like Brie Larson's version of her. And I don't get it. I think they don't like the like girl boss aspect of it. But I for you, you that looks like vomit. <laughs> I know it's delicious broccoli cheddar. But it looks like vomit. My apologies. My apologies. Should we talk about Shang-Chi? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. I really, really. Yeah. We watched Shang-Chi in theaters. That was probably the absolute best movie I've seen since Black Panther. I love that. I hate that your burp interrupted me saying that. (laughs) So now I can't come to No, I'm going to re say it. That's probably the best movie that I've seen since Black Panther. And you have seen Black Panther, but you don't remember it. All I remember is Michael B. Jordan. You're going to love Black Panther once we get to it. All I remember Because then you're going to, oh, you're going to love Spider-Man movies. The Tom Holland Spider-Man. Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman uh, fighting. Rest in peace, also. Oh! Yeah. I was just talking about Chadwick. Well, yeah, rest in peace. It's really sad. Why'd you say all of them? No, I said also. Oh, I thought you said Michael B. Jordan and then Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, all of them. Michael B. Jordan is alive. (laughs) He is. So I was confused. I cried the day that he died. I was really sad. He was so good on SNL when they did Black Jeopardy. I didn't know that he was struggling with that stuff. Like he doesn't talk about it. But they had they had T'Challa on Black Jeopardy. (laughs) And it was so good. Yeah. Um yeah, but Shang-Chi, everything about that movie was perfect. I have have zero zero complaints about it. It was so cool. It was mesmerizing. Mm -hmm. Like I let me explain. Our other sister invited us along so we could have sibling time. My brother, too. And she was like, let's go see Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And I was like, okay. She's like, I've seen it three times already. Let's go. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. I like Marvel movies. Um, And I knew it was connected to Doctor Strange, but, like, I don't really care about Doctor Strange. Um, (laughs) He was good in um, Endgame, but I didn't care about him in his first movie. Uh, And so we get there and I'm like expecting this to be like a whatever movie, like just another origin story. 
like them releasing like new Marvel stories because Endgame was the end of that era of the MCU. Like no more like Chris Evans, Steve Rogers, no more RDJ, Tony Stark or anything. Like that's over. Just spoiling that for me. No, like that was like a whole wave. Okay. Like that ended their story. That's why it's called Endgame. That's not a spoiler. Um, I didn't say about like anyone like dying or anything. I'm just saying like that was them writing the end of their story. Okay. It's kind of like how um like Star Wars how they have increments of three in the three different trilogies Mm -hmm. but there's different characters that they focus on each time I want to go through it the five facets of a movie visual acting sound direction hot hot (laughs) Um, oh story Uh, I'm not actually going to go through the five facets, but I am going to say all of them. Amazing. The story was captivating to follow. We cared about every character, including the dad, including the best friend, including the sister, including Shang-Chi himself. Um, The soundtrack was amazing. I was like, this music goes hard. The visual was beautiful no matter where they were. I, Dude, in Talo, with all of the new creatures and stuff, Oh my God, that was so cool. Um, in direction, obviously, they took a lot. They took a lot of time to make sure that everything really came across the screen well, especially the fight scenes. Um, they were so amazing. Um, it was just, and I just, I you made me realize, yeah, that was an origin story movie, and that's what I've been watching this whole time. It is by far the best origin story I've seen. Yeah, there's some good origin stories, but I would say that and Black Panther are at the top. Yeah, like top, top. Those two are like unbeatable. They're god tier. It was really, really good. Yeah, um, I really loved it. I thought everyone in that was good, kind of like what you were saying. Like the visuals were amazing, it was amazingly directed. Um, it's just perfect. No complaints. Yeah. But next we're going to watch The Avengers whenever you come over next. <laughs> Do will we fit more than The Avengers in? We shall see. Laura yeah. has her limits. Avengers is a long movie. I know that Endgame is going to be a one movie day thing. Oh, I'm going to like get the popcorn. I'm going to do everything. Cuz Endgame is a 3-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, but that'll be a day. Yeah. I'm so jealous of you right now. (laughs) (laughs) See, like, sometimes I forget that I don't eat, and then someone's eating, I'm like, (laughs) I'll order food or something. Yeah, but that's pretty much uh, all we have for you guys today. Yep, this was a good one. I think we kept it brief. Did we? I feel like we've been recording forever. I do too. <laughs> we talked about, the but it didn't. It didn't stop. Weird. Um. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. 
Yeah, and sorry for our little hiatus. There was just some it was stressful. problems with figuring out like times when we were both available. And then we had that. We literally, I was, we were trying so hard to get the last episode to be a visual, but I could not figure out how to move the visual from my phone to like a computer so we could edit it because the file was so big. Yeah, we we don't know technology. I don't know technology. (laughs) So, like, I still have the video, but I'll probably just end up deleting it because Laura doesn't want that episode to air anyway. Only we know. Only we know. Only we know what went down. I think this is a good app. Yeah. Just catching up, you know. Do you want to do song of the week? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We really did not, like, structure this episode at all. No, we didn't. (laughs) Um, My song of the week is a song that I hated at first, and now I can't get it out of my head. Mine is the same. Mine is a song I've always hated, but I really it's, love it right now. Um, Tokyo Drifting by Glass Animals. <laughs> I don't even know who the featured rapper is on that song, but he does a great job. Uh, yeah. And the part where he goes, baby, baby, so far. I can't get that out of my head, like, all the time. So. <laughs> um, mine, please don't hate me for this. Mine is Slumber Party by Ash Nico featuring Princess Nokia. God, I've always hated that song. I hate Ash Nico's voice. I think it's so annoying. I hate that type of music. It's not mine. I listened to it the other day and I was addicted to it. And then I listened to more Ash Nico and now I like Ash Nico. But that's my song of the week. Whatever floats your boat, girl. I feel like garbage. Don't. If... Y'all let me know if Ash Nico's problematic or anything, because I will stop streaming. I think she is. I will stop streaming. I don't remember what she did, but... I will stop. Although I listen to Grimes. Well, this was a great app. I will be spending my time editing it. Yeah, you better. Yeah, I have plenty of time. I'll go to the library tomorrow. Wait, where are we going to upload the video? YouTube. We're going to make a YouTube? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to enjoy this Panera sandwich now. Yeah, and I'm going to cry. And hope to see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>